0: Hey, what's going on? It's Bill Burr, and it's time for the Thursday afternoon, just before Friday, Monday morning podcast. How are you doing? What's going on? How are you? And I'm just checking in on you. How you doing? Are you feeling good? Do you got a sore throat? Are you worried about your nana? Um, Corona. Everybody's freaking out. It's great. I love it. I have never enjoyed people freaking the fuck out more than I have with this coronavirus, this boy band level of freaking out. Oh, my God, is that so-and-so? He's so cute. Everybody acting like a bunch of fucking teenage chicks freaking out about the latest boy band. Oh, oh, oh. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Coronavirus. Grow. Cor- oh, oh. It's gonna kill you. Um, just take some vitamin C, get fucking eight hours sleep, wash your fucking hands, and even if you get it, just you're gonna ride it out. You never saw these videos of these guys getting bit by rattlesnakes, and they're just fucking sitting there biting down on a stick for a few days, hallucinating. They they get through that. I think you'll be fine. However, please keep freaking out. It's the right thing to do. Freaking out is the right thing to do. Don't, don't trust your neighbor. Wash your fucking hands, huddle your kids, keep them the fuck away from other fucking people, right? That's what you want to fucking do, okay? And I love all these fucking assholes. Everybody's overreacting. This is fucking, I mean, this is completely blown out of proportion. This is what I say to all those people. And what medical degree do you have? And how many times have you been in a position of power where it was up to you to handle a pandemic? Then shut the fuck up. I don't think anybody's overreacting, to be honest with you. I don't. I like people that are overreacting. There's a lot of people overreacting, but they're dumb. You know what I mean? Like, here's one for you. Okay, these fucking college kids freaking out about how they can't go back to their dormitories, right? So my first thought was, what kind of a fucking idiot wants to go to school? I don't want to go to school. You know, I guess if you're the quarterback and you're banging all these hot chicks, you're like, well, what the fuck? It's my nightclub. How come I can't go back? I throw the fucking thing through the air and somebody catches it and all these prods want to suck my dick. And I understand those people not want to go back. I understand people. Who, you know, maybe you got nowhere to go. I got nowhere else to go, right? You're a fucking, uh, you're from another country. You know, your parents never loved you. They couldn't wait, you know, they didn't marry for love. They just, they had a lustful moment. You were born. They were waiting till you were 18 so they could fucking break up and send you off to school. And you got nowhere to go. I understand that. But the rest of them, I don't fucking understand, right? And then my my mouth-breathing friends are like, yeah, dude, I wouldn't go to school. You know, I'd be fucking staying home, fucking playing cards with all my friends. See, right there. That's the leak in the balloon right there. It's how dumb the average fucking person is. Okay, they're going to tell you not to go to school because there's a virus out there. And then what does your dumbass do? Like self-quarantine is that it's just, it's not going to fucking work. People are too fucking stupid. They're too fucking selfish to even fucking understand. I'm not going to stay in my household. Do you know I saw this fucking idiot, right? I'm not going to fucking interact with my neighbors. That's Gail. I can't not answer the door if it's Gail, right? You got all of those fucking people. All right? And then you got this fucking idiot. All right? I saw this guy. It was on fucking Twitter. So you know it's true. This guy goes, I'm an American in Italy. They've shut down the whole country. It's a nightmare. What kind of a fucking moron are you that you're in Italy and they've shut down the whole country and you can't go outside and you think it's a fucking nightmare? How selfish are you? huh? Oh, I can't go on the gondolas. You know, with some guy going, oh, in the mood, it's your eye like a big pizza pie. I got on a striped shirt. Huh? Anybody can go to Italy and eat fucking spaghetti. Anybody can go there and take the dumbass two fucking long tour of the Roman Coliseum. Oh, is this where the lions were? I went to the Roman Coliseum. I walked around it myself. I'm going to fucking sit there with goddamn headsets on as you explain every fucking piece of rubble in there. I don't give a shit. I know what happened here. All right. This is the first sports arena. They were too dumb to just play baseball, football, basketball, or hockey, so they fucking threw people to Lions. That's all I need to know. I understand. All right, yeah, people, guys walked around in miniskirts and they fucking threw people to Lions. Okay, great, great. Do I need you to tell me everybody's fucking name? And then after Caesar, uh, King Luigi the 19th. Oh my God, fucking kill me. Please, somebody breathe on me. Um, Or you could be in Italy, all right? When the entire country is shut down and you get to peek out your fucking window. Look down the street and see what it would be like If you were the last man on earth. And then you come back to the States with that story. And I want you to to meet one fucking person that went to Italy that can top your story. Everybody's going to go there and get some fucking octopus or some fucking pizza. Everybody's going to get on the fucking gondola, the Roman Colosseum. Ooh, 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 the leaning tower of Pisa. Do you know you can't go up in it anymore? Right? Everybody's going to fucking do that. But who can actually fucking sit in there, in their fucking hotel room, for their entire fucking vacation, petrified, wondering if they're ever going to be allowed back into their own country? All right? Now that, that is a vacation for the fucking ages. That is not a nightmare. That is a unique experience. All right? But the problem with the human brain is the human brain has a 99% tendency to want to do what everybody else is doing. I want to do what everybody else is doing. I'm in the herd, so now I feel safe. God for fucking bid, you go to Italy and you get a unique experience. I mean, that's right. Being shut in in Italy... And not being able to leave your room and going out and eating that wonderful food that you can smell. Is right up there with like if you went to Sicily and you you were eating a slice of pizza and you happen to see a mob hit. You know. But you know those, you know, you don't want to be around something like that. See somebody's brains get blown out, you know. You don't want that on your fucking hard drive blood splatter and now you're part of the crime scene and they're fucking putting yellow tape around you and you're like, I have a flight to catch. They don't give a shit, right? You don't want any part of that. But sitting in that fucking room, can you fucking believe that? I mean, how long are they going to keep those people in there? Five, six weeks? <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm usually anti authority but I'm going to go, I'm going to go out on a limb here and I'm going to, I'm going to go with the government on this one, how they're handling this. Okay. Cause this is how I look at the government. All right. The government wants you to stay alive because if you die, they can't exploit you anymore. So they don't want a bunch of people that they're making money off of to die. We're all assets to them. All right. As dumb as a person can fucking be they're still taking part of your paycheck, right? They can still put boots on you and send you somewhere to stand in the way of some shit that should be hitting them, right? So they don't want you to die. So I feel if they think that what these precautions that they're taking is, is necessary, then, then I'm all for it. The NBA is canceling their fucking season. I think that's great. Maybe during this time off, they can figure out how they sold their souls to the super team. You know? Maybe they can figure out when their product got so fucking boring that they had to fucking play music while it was happening. That anytime there was a timeout, 50 people had to come out on the court and fucking start tumbling and jumping on trampolines and dress like gorillas and dunk basketball, like whatever, mascots, whatever the fuck is going on, at an NBA game. You know. Maybe they can figure out how Instagram. Made every fucking big man. In the NBA. Afraid to go up and challenge a dunk. Running out of frame. As the guy comes down the lane. And then all these young people. They, they put up highlight films. Like what they just saw. Was, was fucking incredible. There's no defense. I'll tell you who's never going to get to fucking coronavirus playing basketball with another NBA player is James Harden. (laughs) Have you ever seen that guy attempt to play defense? That guy, he's not. I bet that guy hasn't had a cold in years. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Um. I understand his game, though. He's like, my man's going to fucking score 50, but I'm going to score 52. That's how that guy plays basketball. You know? Um, anyways, but of course, the NHL hockey is not canceled. NHL hockey is not canceled because fighting is legal in the sport. So they're not afraid of a bad cold. <laughs> how about those Bruins? They beat the fucking Flyers. I missed the game. I got to fucking go back and watch the damn thing. And I finally figured out why there was no MotoGP race at the top level. They had MotoGP 3 and 2. I watched MotoGP 2. It was also because of the coronavirus. Now, I understand in the Middle East why they're not fucking doing it. You know, they have like their leaders over there are getting the coronavirus. And that only means one thing. The leaders in the Middle East, they're out there walking amongst the people. They're not in the mobile. They're not in a house painted white that is aptly named the White House. Everything how dumb it is that it's called the White House? The president lives in the White House. It's a house that's white. Therefore, the name is the White House. Do you realize where you'd be in the world if, if all throughout your academic, your scholastic career, if questions like that, I mean, if, if the questions of the universe were that simple? Where does the president live? The president lives in the White House. Why is it called the White House? Because it's a house and it is painted white. Johnny is showing incredible skills in class. We really feel that he's going to ascend to the top of a corporation. Um, okay, for all my flat earthers out there, please, please, please continue sending me shit. This is the most fascinating... I love watching these flat earth videos because it it lets me know what I sounded like 10 years ago when I used to try to convince people of my conspiracy theories, which I still think I'm right about. Um, Nothing that I have watched has even remotely convinced me that there is a conspiracy to say that the world is round so that NASA can get a bunch of money to go to space. All right. Whether the earth is round or flat, eventually we would want to go to space because that's how we are. All right. Because most men do not know how to talk to women. So what they have to try to do is top one another professionally. So if somebody flies at 30,000 feet, someone's going to fly at 31,000 feet. All right. Until they get all the way up there, whether it's fucking round or flat, they would still go out to space. All right. And then I also love that because NASA wants to make money and fuck taxpayers out of money, that they fake all these videos and then the rest of the world goes along with it. Countries with no space programs, countries that are not allies with us, countries that could easily come out and debunk the whole thing and say not only is the United States of America, polluting the earth at an alarming rate. They are also lying to their citizens that the world is actually round. Simply so they can fuck them out of money. I mean, do, do you realize the amount of money that you have to spend? I, I don't even, I, don't fucking, I, I, I can't even, it's the dumbest, fucking theory and then the fact that you're listening to some fucking idiot who's not even a scientist telling you all of this shit I don't maybe he is a scientist I don't fucking know but it is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life is far at, and I'm not saying it's round. I'm not saying it's flat, but the motivation is the stupidest fucking thing. I bet you don't need to tell people that the world is round so you can get money to go to outer space. You don't. Even if it was flat, they're going to, they would have been like, we, we're we going to be the people that are going to colonize the underside of the flat earth. There's gravity on that side too, you know. There's a whole other earth on the other side that we're not using. (laughs) And then they would just do that. Or do flat earthers, do you believe that the gravity is only on top? That if you dug far enough, would you fall through the bottom of the earth? Ah, And then you would be Space traveling. And then would people throw a bunch of fucking money at you like you were a goddamn afternoon stripper? You know, listen, you guys might be right. Maybe the earth is flat. I get it now where they they have it like it's a giant, like, pool. A big round pool. And you just sort of swim around the edges of it. And that's how you go from fucking, you know, I guess L.A., around the world around the pool <laughs> back to new york city um, i don't know but i can't i can't get enough of it i love it please keep sending it to you i want you guys to convince me that the earth is flat i mean it, this is the thing may let's say it is none of your stupid fucking theories as to why they would waste all of this money that they're fucking us out of how does the whole world get on on board with this. We got to help out America that we don't like so that there's space program. Are we given a cut of the money for the space program? Isn't the space program kind of dead? You know, like the underwater cities that we were going to, at the bottom line is you can't fucking breathe. The real estate is, is, it's not worth any money, is it? I don't know. And I hope I sound just as dumb to you as you sound to me. I fucking I I love it. You know, you know listening to people talk about why the earth is flat really makes me miss drinking and the conversations I would get into at the bar and how convinced people were that time that fucking guy told me that missing airplane was because it hit a Himalayan goose and the goose went through the windshield of a 737 killed the pilot, and then ricocheted off like the magic bullet in the JFK assassination, knocked out the co-pilot, and that's how it crashed. And this person, I swear to God, as serious as a heart attack presented that thing to me, unless he was the greatest actor of all time. I have no idea. I, I that, that is probably what I miss about drinking the most, other than the delicious tastes taste of alcohol is the fucking people that I met in the bar. And you know what? I'm not looking down on those people, the Himalayan goose guy, because I was that guy. I was that guy. Um, One of my favorite times I was in a bar and I was with an economic major and I tried to tell them that the Federal Reserve was not federal, that it was a private corporation and this fucking person lost their mind. They are like, no, it wasn't. No, it isn't. And they all laughed at me and thought I was a dumb fuck and I still think I'm right about that. Um, but you know something I have no way of proving it. Cause I don't know. I wouldn't even know where to look. Cause I too went on YouTube and watched a bunch of videos. I don't know what's going on. I have no fucking idea. I do know. The only thing I know what's going on is shit that I actually experienced. And what I experienced on Tuesday night at the Dean Del Rey 40th anniversary tribute of the passing of Bon Scott, uh, it was one of the great nights I've had in entertainment, man. Dean Del Rey has never sounded better singing. He absolutely fucking murdered all of those Bond Scott songs. And then they threw in a couple classics. They they played overdose. They played Soul Stripper. ACDC never even played that live. It was fucking amazing. And then The level of musicians that I saw that night. Just how well everybody was fucking playing. Um, And all the drummers I got to see. Who'd you get to see, Bill? Oh, you know, guys like Steve Gorman, Brad Wilk, Dave Lombardo. Was fucking amazing. And even old Freckles went up there for a couple of songs. Uh, probably the best I've played when I've actually had to go out and play live. not saying I didn't still fucking have a couple of train wrecks on some Phil's, but I, I got back in there. I had a great, great, great fucking time. The band sounded unbelievable. And there's this guy, Phil, I forget his last name, an Italian. He, used, he has this YouTube channel called Solo Dallas, and I used to fucking go on there and he would break down when I was playing guitar, um... I actually was getting pretty decent at rhythm guitar and he broke down every fucking ACDC song and he broke it down. Right. You know, there's so much shit out there that's just fucking wrong. It'll give you the basic chord. This guy had it down. Like Angus is, they're both playing the same rhythm, but Malcolm is, is up here playing the fucking rhythm, and Angus is down here. That's how they get that sound. He could break every fucking note of every goddamn solo down. It was an amazing channel. Then YouTube, of course, copyrighted and bullshit and shut that shit down. But did that stop solo Dallas? No, it did not. He was so into ACDC that he literally built, I don't know, he started a company, he built amps that sounded exactly like the ACDC amps that you can't fucking buy anymore, and then ACDC wore out their amps through decades of melting people's faces with their music. And guess what they did? They went to this guy, Phil Solo Dallas, and they now they use his equipment. He was there, and he played on um, Let There Be Rock. And he played the entire fucking song, Note For Note. It was fucking unbelievable. It sounded like the record. Um. It was unreal. It was on un- And Dave Lombardo just shooting the shit, and then he goes out there and plays like, you know, he, he played on Let There Be Rock, like some of the fastest fucking songs. And I was actually standing, talking to Steve Gorman, going, isn't it fucking unreal that he can, He doesn't even warm up, he just walks on and can play at that tempo? And Steve just laughed. He goes, this is like a fucking ballad for this guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then I finally got to see Brad Wilk play live. Um on Dirty Deeds. That was amazing. Um, it's just the whole fucking thing was just, it was awesome. It was awesome. And I had some friends come out that absolutely love fucking uh, ACDC. And, and they, 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 they just, they, I don't know, they, everybody was just like, I can't fucking believe how good that was. My favorite thing. Juliet Lewis playing, uh, singing the fucking dirty deeds. Who's one of the best actresses out there, actors, whatever the fuck he's supposed to say. And the reality is, is she's, that's actually her hobby. I think if you actually watch her sing with the band, she's actually really a rock star who kind of moonlights as an actor. <laughs> Anyways, uh, it was a fucking incredible night. Um, it was just a fucking incredible night. And, uh, there's rumor that that's the last time Dean's going to do it. I hope that's not fucking true. Uh, but it was it was fucking amazing. And uh, I got to tell you, one of the, if, you have, if you play drums, okay, if you're like me and for 20 years you played inside by yourself, you're really missing out on, on... If you ever get to play out live with drums that are mic'd up, it's just fucking unbelievable. It is such a different experience. It's so much fucking fun. Um, in another life, in another life, I don't even care where I would have got in it. I would have done that. That's how much fucking fun it is. Um, but granted, I'm also just dropping in for one night to do my hobby live in front of people where, you know. There's all that other shit with being a professional musician, having to ride in vans with three, four, five other fucking people, deal with everybody's fucking personality, get fucked over by the music business, have a hit, and then have to play that song for the rest of your fucking life. Um, I understand there's the other side of it. But as far as where I'm from, old dad band here, uh, it's pretty fucking awesome. Um, Anyways, let me read a little uh, advertising here. What do we got here? Oh, Simply Safe. Uh, Simply safe. With home security, there's two ways you can go about protecting your home. There's the traditional way. Getting a shotgun. Saying, I don't know you. Repeat, I do not know you. You know, to the fucking mailman who's subbing in for some guy you're you're used to seeing. Um, The traditional way where you wait weeks for a technician to do a messy installation that costs a small fortune. Or... There's the other way. Simply Safe. Simply Safe is everything you need in a home security system. It's an it's award winning protection. Two time winner of CNET Editor's Choice Award. Simply Safe blankets your whole home in safety. And who else, who doesn't want safety during this difficult time? Uh, people are going to lose their minds, huh? They they get no NBA, no bread and circus. You can't go outside. I, I, I can't find hand sanitizer. Wouldn't it be great if Simply Safe made you feel safe in your home? You get compre- comprehensive protection for your entire home. You know how many times I've said that word comprehensive and I have no idea? What the fuck does that word mean? That's a great fucking word. Huh? Go fuck yourself. Comprehensive. Comprehensive def- definition. Comprehensive, including all or nearly all elements or aspects of something. This guy was a comprehensive asshole. Um, Bill, could you use it in a sentence? All right, where am I here? Uh, You get comprehensive protection for your entire home. Isn't that redundant? Now, why would you say entire home if comprehensive means complete, including all or nearly all elements and aspects of something? You get comprehensive protection for your home. You get comprehensive protection for your entire home. They put entire in there for all the fucking idiots like me who didn't know what comprehensive meant. I don't know what comprehensive meant, but you get it for your entire home, not just half of it. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you. Well, that's where doorbells are. They are outside. Why would a doorbell be inside? That's like one of those horror movies where the guy calls you up and you find out he's calling you from inside your house. Where did that doorbell come from? Is he at the front door? Oh, my God, it's ringing from in the house. Comprehensively, doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Uh, Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard inside. You barely notice it's there. But what's true... What's truly remarkable is you can set up all of this system by yourself. Anyone can do it. It takes 30 minutes to an hour tops. And there's absolutely no trade-offs to your safety. You'll have an army of highly trained security experts ready to dispatch police to your home at a moment's notice 24-7. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. It's why The Verge calls Simply Safe the best home security system. Go to simplysafe.com/bird today and you'll get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. You got nothing to lose. Go now and be sure you go to simplysafe.com/bird That's simplysafe.com/bird. Toyota, you know, we all agree that reducing admissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, yet they make up less than 10% of all new vehicles today. That's because right now they cost more. They're too expensive, just like all new technology. Consumers worry about range and whether or not they'll be able to find a charging station. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture the batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision of a carbon-neutral future. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV electric vehicle could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas electric hybrids that's why Toyota's position is electrified diversified empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you so shop learn more and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero Toyota hey let's go places all right there you go Hey, here's a couple of things I forgot to read the other day when I was, I was on with uh, Dean Del Rey. Um, all right, fan road trip. Hey, Bill, greetings from Copenhagen. Oh, my God, Copenhagen, Denmark. Lovely city. I did have one hell of a cunt for a cab driver. He trashed my country because you Americans are so stupid. And I was like, oh, yeah? If you're so smart, how come you're driving a fucking cab... I'm usually polite in a fucking country, but I felt good trashing that fucking cunt. All right. After a lot of conflict with my girlfriend, I managed to get a once in a lifetime trip to the U.S. with my life buddies. Won't elaborate. I made it happen this April. Yeah. Who the fuck is she? To t- if, what if she wanted to go on a girl's trip to fucking Morocco? You're going to tell us she can't go. You don't trust me. Is that what you say? You think I'm going to blow a camel? Is that where this relationship is? right? But you want to go with your buddies. This is the thing. Women know guys are dumb and we'll stick our peepees in anything that looks like a fucking hole. So she's probably right. Uh, We are all, we are, we are three guys, one pasty redhead as yourself, one white privileged as it is nowadays and a black Moses lookalike of a young Isaac Hayes. Jesus Christ. This, this seems like, this this is another Netflix series. All right, We are all fans, and we uh, were there at your show in Copenhagen. Oh, that's great. Thank you for coming out. It's a tradition to do a road trip once a year, but nowadays, and while things get serious with our girlfriends, we decided to go all in and do a 22-day trip to the States before this fun part of life ends. That's smart. This is a movie. Um, I know you never give... uh, Recommendations, but as you toured these places, I need your top recommendations for the below five cities. It uh, can be a bar slash place, titty bar, whatever. Why would you say titty bar? I didn't know you were going to say that. I wouldn't have read that. What if your girlfriend listens to this? How many fucking guys from, uh, three guys from fucking Denmark, from Copenhagen, that are going to the United States include a redhead, a white dude and a black Moses alike of a young Isaac Hayes. All right. That's your fault for fucking doing that. All right. Note that our drink tolerance is very high. All right. L.A. Where would you go to in L.A.? Oh, God, I'm a married guy in L.A. I don't I don't know what to tell you. I don't booze anymore. What's a good bar? Think. Think about what you're trying to do to me. Whoa, think all right, let's go to New Orleans. Uh the Governor's Palace. Uh Dose Dose Jefes um, is a great place to just fucking smoke a cigar and have a drink, listen to some local music. Um. Oh, and there's a fucking place, you know, there's a place they try to tell you, uh, you know those beignet donuts. There's the place that everybody goes to, and then there's another place right down the fucking street that nobody goes to. What the fuck is... This is the word. I'm not going to remember. Las Vegas. Where would you go to in Las Vegas? Tijuana. Oh, my God. No, I don't know. I'm sorry. Wait. I I can do L.A. All right. Where would I go to in L.A.? Uh, I don't know. go to Bill's Burgers and Sherman Oaks. I like that place um there's a place the corner cottage in Burbank has a great breakfast burrito um where the fuck would you go to drink come on there was a place I used to like it was called the 7 grand it was a it's a whiskey bar you know I went there on New Year's Eve and there was nobody there. It was brand new. And then I came back like six months later and I could smell puke in the fucking lobby. Uh, and I went upstairs and it was packed. Uh, but I think, you know, the fucking... At this point, is probably leveled off. But I, I really enjoyed that place. If you want to get a cigar, I like Hollywood smoke. Uh, there's a place, Cuban Seed, that's tremendous. There's a place... Um, V-Cut, I like all of those places. Um, come on, Bill. Oh, there's a place, Howard's Famous Burgers. The fries are okay, but the burger's fucking great. Um, there's another place that has a good brunch downtown L.A.'s called uh, The Little Easy. It's a New Orleans-based place instead of the Big Easy because it's not in the Big Easy. It's in L.A. They call it the Little Easy. Um, and then if you want to go on a hike, I'd I go to the fucking uh, Griffith Park or fucking Runyon Canyon. Uh, what else? Oh, this sucks. This is like when somebody asks you, you know, remember back in the day when you, go, when you had to go to a music store to buy music? Yeah, during the week, you were thinking all of this shit you wanted to buy. Then you would go in there and you couldn't fucking remember. I'm sorry. That's like the most I can remember. Um, as far as bars, I mean, booze is booze. If you want to go to legendary place, there's the Frolic Room, Hollywood Boulevard. Um, oh, what was that other one I used to go to? It was one on Argyle I used to go to. I like holes in the wall, though. Um, You know, I don't know. As far as titty bars, I have no fucking idea. I haven't been to a titty bar in forever. I guess the famous one out here is Jumbo's Clown Room. But everybody always went there for the wrong fucking reasons. (laughs) I actually, the last time I went there, I went there with my wife, my wife, because she wanted to go. She wanted to see what the fucking deal was. And we went in there. We actually saw a stripper quit on stage. Um, So there you go. There's that. All right, overrated, underrated. She quit because nobody was paying attention. There was barely anybody in there. And she was like, why should I keep dancing? And at one point, I don't know where she took her cell phone out from, but she was laying on her stomach checking her fucking email. And a waitress walked by, saw it, laughed, and said, that's fucking awesome. Um, all right, overrated, underrated. Underrated, anthrax, the band. Um, oh, yeah, they're fucking amazing. Uh, overrated. I guess some people don't know that, though, right? Overrated, unsolicited advice about how to dress. I work with a younger woman who always tells me what I should be wearing and tells me why I'm single based on things like this. Well, I'm going to go out on a limb and say she wants to fuck you, Uh, which is funny because she's kind of fat and I really want to tell her what she should be eating. (laughs) Well, let me tell you, I think that 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 fucking thicky there wants to take a ride on your schmeckle. Uh, How many hundred calorie bags of snack can someone eat before you tell them they're lying to themselves? Uh, Yeah. Well, you know, what are you going to do? You know, she's trying. I mean, listen, rather than take it negatively. Why don't you just go there and take the sloppy uh, fucking blowjob? Well, this is why. This is why you can't do that, because then you have to go back to work. All right. Then old fatty cakes thinks you like her now. And then what are you supposed to do? You know, you know what you do. You get her some sherry's berries. <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, a great way to go in life. It's took taking me half a century to figure this out. Is to not argue with people and to go with empathy. All right, she has she has an issue with food. All right, she's trying. But you ever hear a fucking truck that's just like, the the fucking guy has left the thing in reverse for like fucking 10 minutes? They're obviously not backing up anymore. It's like the rest of the world doesn't need to know you're in reverse. Can you just stick it and fucking park until whatever's in the fucking way is out of the way and then put it in reverse? You cunt. Huh? You cement fucking truck driving cunt there? Um, Yeah. It's probably her weird way of flirting with you. You know, I don't know. It's a very easy thing to shut off. She tells you you're late, that you're, you're fucking dressed weird. Just lie and tell her you got laid last weekend. Well, I got laid wearing this exact fucking outfit. Huh? You want to smell my finger? And then, you know, she'll fucking be turned off by you. Probably won't want to eat. You know, thinking of smelling a fucking two-day-old pussy on your finger, right? And she'll lay off the 100-calorie 100, 100 bags. There you go. I just solved two problems with one fucking sentence. Maybe it wasn't one sentence. Maybe the earth is flat. I don't fucking know, but please keep sending me those videos. People, there's nothing wrong with the conspiracy. Conspiracy theory is actually a healthy way of thinking of the world because you're at least smart enough to realize that a lot of times... People who are supposed to have your best interest in in you don't. Okay? And I'm not talking about the government, man. I'm talking about that person that you're sleeping next to. What's going on with them? Huh? No, I don't want to introduce that into your fucking personal life. All right. That is the podcast. All right? Stay safe, everybody. Take your vitamin C. Wash your fucking hands. Okay? Stop touching your face. Listen to the government. I never say that, but yeah, if they tell you to fucking stay inside, not go to a fucking NBA game, man, why don't you just do that for a couple of fucking weeks? You know, here's another thing, too. These fucking people who go, I can't take two weeks off from work. I'll be fucking destitute. I have a lot of empathy for people who are fucking broke, all right? But if you are college educated, you're hawat, and you're in your 40s, okay? If you can't take two weeks off, and there's no major health issues or anything. You don't have 10 fucking kids. All right. If you're Hawat and you fucking have a college degree and you've been working for your entire adult life and you're in your 40s and you can't take two weeks off without the whole thing falling apart. I'm going to go out on a limb and say you fucking suck at money. You're not good with money. You need to take a money while you're while you're quarantined. Why don't you learn and watch one of your 52 flat screen fucking TVs in your house that you didn't fucking need. Just sit down in your room of shit and look where your money went and just really look at shit and be like, why I'm doing it right now. Why did I buy that? Why did I allow my wife to buy that easy? You're not allowed to hit them anymore. This has been the (laughs) the Thursday afternoon. Just before Friday, Monday morning podcast. Enjoy the music picked out by the wonderful Andrew Themelis, who, by the way, is a hell of a musician himself. If you ever seen him play guitar, follow him on Instagram. He's got some music here. And then we have a bonus episode of, the Thursday, of a Thursday afternoon just before Friday, Monday morning podcast um, from, uh, I don't know, a few years ago is usually how he does it. All right? God bless you. I hope you don't get a fever. And uh, all of you guys who can't watch the NBA, come on over to where I'm at. Watch the fucking NHL. Watch those Edmonton Oilers. Watch those fucking Colorado Avalanche, my Boston Bruins. Watch the St. Louis Blues. It's a lot of great hockey. The Flyers are a fun team to watch. A lot of fun. Are the Pittsburgh Penguins are going to put it back together. Winnipeg Jets are fun to watch. There's a lot of fun teams to watch. Come on over. Listen to a couple of national anthems. Not one you get an extra national anthem when you watch a lot of the hockey. All right, go fuck yourselves. Have a great weekend, okay? Stay safe. God bless you. And your thoughts and prayers support the troops. Monday morning podcast for my fucking twelfth. Hey, what's going on? It's Bill Burr. Sorry, I was just watching a lot of sports this weekend. And when you watch a lot of sports, you're gonna hear that song over and over again. Oh my god, what is that song? Who wrote that? God, it's in my head. Uh, the Monday morning podcast for Monday. March 12th, 2012, and just to give you a heads up, we're about a month and three days away before you have to give all those cunts your money, right? That's just going to go to the bank of cunts that nobody ever talks about. They don't talk about it, do they? Ah. They went after Roger Clements harder than they went after anybody at AIG. You realize that? Did you or did you not? Shoot steroids in your ass so you could throw the ball past that fucking guy. <laughs> i give a rat's ass about the Hall of Fame. You know, I know more about that than I, you know, anybody else. How come I don't have any AIG uh, uh, banker cards? Why don't I have some of those? Then you can tell me which one of them were the fucking cheaters. Um, so how'd you guys do it this year? Did you have the money taken out early so then you could get it back at the end of the year? Huh? Is that what you did? Dude, that's what I do. I have I have like all the taxes taken out and then in the end I get money back because I'm too fucking irresponsible to take my money up front cuz I know I'm going to blow it, right? So what I do is I give the government an interest-free loan all year. That's that's my game plan in life. People have zero exempts, okay? <laughs> or whatever the fuck it is, have the least amount of taxes taken out, all right? Just don't blow all your money. At least you can keep it in the fucking bank, and they'll give you a couple extra fucking quarters for it. Why give an interest-free loan? I know why, because you're young. You're young. You want to go out and get some pussy in a 12-pack. I hear you. Keystone light, kid. Um, <clears throat> This is the Monday Morning Podcast for Monday, March 12, 2012. I believe I said it a couple of times. I don't know why I feel like I have to keep reiterating. A lot of shit to talk about this week. Um, You know, I was on vacation. I didn't do shit. I probably put on nice five pounds. You know, had a great breakfast burrito yesterday. Out in Glendale, California. Had a phenomenal breakfast burrito. A place that I had been hearing about. And I kept asking the lovely Nia to go. But, you know... As life would have it, we were always too busy, right? So, she was doing a bunch of bullshit yesterday with her friends, and by bullshit, I mean shooting a short film—not bullshit, but so you know she's shooting it here at the homestead. So I, you know, I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. So I called up a buddy of mine. We went over there, you know, couple of twinkle toes getting a fucking burrito. Went over there, we had a great time. So on the way back, I come, you know, I dropped my buddy off or whatever. And I, I mentioned to Nia in between shots I said hey you know I finally checked out that breakfast burrito place It was fucking delicious You gotta go with the steak burrito And she did the classic woman thing You got one of those without me? I thought we were gonna do that together We've been fucking planning it for six months Alright yes I went over I was hungry I wanted one I did. I did something fun without you Yes I did all right. What? Because I'm in a relationship. I, I'm only allowed to have fun when I'm with you. At some point, I have to break off. Right. Even the monkeys do that. You know, they hang out with the tribe and every once in a while you go off in the bush, you, you rub one out. That's what the chimps do. Um, so anyways, what, what happened this week? Peyton Manning, Mark Sanchez. Right. That's what everybody's been talking about. I think uh, I think everybody made the right move. You know? I think the Colts made the right move. What, what are they supposed to do? They're supposed to hang on to Peyton Manning, a 36-year-old guy. He's had four neck operations. This is the second time his neck got fused. Do you think it's going to get better? Do you think that it keeps going up from here? And I know what you Colts fans are saying. Boy, he's going to get his 10 wins this year. You're right, he is, and he's the shit, all right? But he's 36 fucking years old, all right? This is what sucks about sports and what's great about comedy, you know? What's great about comedy is I am seven years older than that fucking fused Frankenstein motherfucker, but I can continue to do stand-up. He can't, I mean, he can't continue to do what he loves. Well, he can, but you know what I'm saying. In a couple years, he won't be able to. So what I'm saying is, you got this Andrew Luck kid, and I know he's not going to be Peyton Manning. I'm not saying that. All right? But the Colts, just like the Patriots, at some point, your guy is going to retire, and that is going to be a long 40-story fall, and fucking you're going to splat on the ground. Or you can rip the Band-Aid off, get rid of the dude, and maybe hit one of those little canopy things with an Andrew Luck before you fucking hit the sidewalk. All right? I think I think they did the right thing. I think it took a lot of bulls. And, uh, I don't know, for an entire year, there wasn't a doctor on the planet that would clear Peyton to play. And then all of a sudden, right before he's due to sign this this big $29 million thing, he finds two guys who go, guess what, I'm A-OK. I think at that point, the Colts had already made the decision and they were moving on. So, um I don't know. I think it was a ballsy move on their part. And I think in the short run, they'll look like morons. But in the long run, I think it was a smart move because the Colts in 15, 20, 30 years are still going to be a franchise. And uh, 15, 20, 30 fucking years, Peyton Manning going to be like uh, 50, 60 years old. I can't do the math. 51. You know, what are you going to do? You got to choose the franchise. So, and then the Mark Sanchez thing, I think was great. They sign the guy. It gives it gives Sanchez a, a, a boost. Like, hey, these guys believe in me. But then they also got this backdoor thing, where hey, if you suck after next, uh, not this season, but next season, we can walk, and uh, we don't owe you the other half of the contract. Hey, we gave it a shot. Go fuck yourself. Um, so that's what I think. That is my belief. And Paul Versey, Paul Versey thinks that uh, the Colts are the dumbest fucks ever, and that Peyton Manning is going to throw for nine million yards. Uh, like he does every season for some other team and then lose in the first round of the playoffs. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If I was Peyton Manning, I would try to go to the 49ers. That's where I would try to go, even though they're not courting them. I would would be like, listen, give me a -a pay-a-play fucking contract. That's where I want to go. I want to be protected so we don't have protection issues, and I want to fucking... An awesome defense and a great fucking code. That would be perfect. would be fucking perfect. But instead, where's he going to go? Where's he going to go? You think he's going to go back to Tennessee? I still got a lot of friends down there. Right? Go to the old Tennessee Titans. All right. Who gives a fuck? I just realized halfway through that fucking whole thing, I was so goddamn sick of talking about it. You know, so I apologize. Uh, let's talk about the one thing that everybody showed me this whole fucking week. Was everybody's like, you got to check out this Kony, uh 2012. It's about this dictator in Uganda who's, uh, you know, got the boy soldiers over there. And he's just all these war crimes and everything. So I go, all right. I got a bleeding heart. I'll watch this shit. And I got to tell you something. I got about five minutes into that video and found the guy who made the documentary so fucking self-serving and annoying, I had to shut it off. At that point, when 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 the when the Ugandan kid is crying because he saw his brother get killed in front of him, I mean, it was on. Un- and then immediately he just cuts to now I'm going to sit down with my son and tell him. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? The whole the whole thing is supposed to be about these Ugandan kids. And this fucking guy starts the video off with his wife giving birth to his son. It takes you like three minutes before you're even in Uganda. I'm sitting there like, I thought it was a documentary. He, You know what he did? He did something like that big fat flounder there. What the fuck's his name? The guy there who tried to make Canada look like a utopia. Who's the guy there who never shaves and always has on a dirty ball cap because he's just like us. He's the working man. What's his name? Huh? Bowling for Columbine guy. He does the same thing where he inserts himself into the documentary and just makes him him look like he's the fucking, you know, I don't know, the goddamn grand poobah who has the whole fucking world figured out. This guy did the exact same thing and it annoyed the shit out of me. Didn't change, obviously, how I feel about that warlord or any of the boy soldiers things. But, I mean, I, it didn't teach me anything I didn't fucking already know. There was a rapper who came out. Who was actually a former boy soldier And I read this whole thing about him And he was saying like all these gangster rappers Who sit here and, and brag about killing somebody He goes, uh, he goes, that's not the way it is He goes, if you take a life, you don't brag He goes, it haunts you It haunts you for the rest of your life Something like that I was just like, wow, I can't wait to hear this, this guy rap And then he stunk <laughs> It's fucking one of the big tragedies He had the actual stories he had the life experience. He had the pain, and he just he couldn't rap. It was uh, very unfortunate. Um, you know, it's kind of like me. I mean, I'm a, an amazing guy. I'm a good-looking guy, and, uh, you know, I just can't go to the beach. So that's why when you go to the Jersey Shore, there's all those morons out there because, uh, you know, everybody gets a gift, you know, and if you can tan, one of the sacrifices is is you don't get a personality in life you know, so then you go down on the beach and then that's all there is down there. Oh, give me the fucking volleyball, right? That's all that's going on down there. And meanwhile, absolute saints like myself have to sit in the uh, the basement or the bottom floor of a uh, dilapidated house that needs a new fucking roof, evidently. Uh, I, I, I want to fucking... I want to go down to Home Depot and I want to buy a a hatchet and uh, I want to chop down my fucking garage. This fucking goddamn thing—it's made for a Model T, okay? And if you—I don't know if you noticed the old cars. I mean, way old. Ah, that kind of old is—they were skinny. You sat inside the fucking wheel wells, like the tires. You know? You know what I mean? You know what I mean by inside the wheel wells? You know what I'm saying? Like you sat shoulder to shoulder. Hey, let me tell you something, see? Let's go down to the market and go get some flour, right? You'd be sitting shoulder to shoulder with another guy, and both of you were probably, what, like 5'3 to 5'6 and weighed 140 pounds. Why, I oughta, right? And you sat right next to each other. And then the fenders flared out, and the fucking wheels were, were wider. That's what I'm saying. The, you sat, like, you know what the fuck I'm saying. Oh, and by the way, fuck all you guys who think I'm a moron because I don't understand how planes fly. All right? We only figured out how to do it in the last hundred years. So you're telling me everybody before that was a fucking idiot? Right? That George Washington Carver who came up with peanut butter and realized tomatoes weren't poisonous? You know, he didn't fucking know how to get off the ground, did he? You're telling me Eli Whitney with the cotton gin? I didn't see him flying around. All right? I have a very poor science background, and I fucking really sat there and tried to understand the amount of shit that I I actually learned this week. Really sitting there trying to read up on how a plane stays up. I mean, I had to go back to like the fountain of youth of science. Like everything was just like, well, air pressure. I'm like, what is air pressure? I don't even understand. I don't even get it. You know? And I actually watched some interesting experiments. One where a guy held a flame underneath a Coke can and he heated up the fucking air which caused it to expand, right? Thus, less air was taking up uh, more space or some shit, and then he dunked it in some cold water, and then immediately the fucking can crushed. And I had to watch that experiment three times to understand what the fuck was going on, that basically he cooled off the air inside, which caused a vacuum, and before the air could rush into the can, the pressure from the, the fucking air on the outside crushed the can. See that? I didn't know that last week. And you guys are awful fucking people, you know? And when you have dumb kids someday, that's how you're going to handle them. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna say all those mean things that you said about me, uh, the, me, a fucking saint who comes on every week and does a free goddamn podcast that has nothing but positivity for all groups, especially women. You know? You guys need to sit down and take a long fucking look at yourselves. Because I got to tell you something right now. I was really disappointed in a lot of you. You know what I did the other day? I was walking my dog, right? And we went around the corner. about And I was so fucking tired. You know, I went to grab the headphones, these shit headphones that I use when I do the podcast. And they're already big enough. All right? And I already look stupid. I look like a fucking, you know person who's trying to get attention but the reality is is I'm just too lazy to go to Best Buy I see it I'm driving by and it's like I know I need headphones I have the money to get headphones but just the thought of pulling into the parking lot trying to find a fucking parking spot getting behind that person who's waiting for that person who's you think's gonna leave and then isn't leaving Going into the fucking store, trying to fucking find it, and having that douche in the blue shirt. Oh, you want to get a flat screen? No, I don't. I want some headphones. Oh, I'm not in the headphones department, man. I don't know where that is. Um, I didn't want to deal with it. So anyways, so I fucking uh, came down here half asleep. My dog's going crazy, right? Wants to go outside Whenever it sees me get up It goes nuts Because it knows what's going to happen We're going on this fucking awesome hike So uh, I ended up grabbing uh, I grabbed These Vic Firth headphones Which are for drumming Which you can wear And, and it, they like block out the sound Of of You know how loud drums are And uh, I got to take a picture of them with, with them on my head How fucking stupid I look I was wondering why they seem so heavy. I was half asleep walking down the street, and then I saw my shadow on the ground. They look like those you know, those, those old guys who go to baseball games and they have like the antenna and they're keeping score. They're like twice as big as those fucking things. Um, and I look like an asshole, and I know everybody driving by thought I was being doing that hipster thing where I was like deliberately dressing like a douche just to get attention to be like, oh, no, what, what? These are from 1974. What? What year is this? Um, I wasn't. I was actually embarrassed. And then I was going to take them off. And then I was like, "Wait a minute, that's even worse." It was legitimate fuck up. And now you're going to take them off because you're worried what people are doing as they drive by you, you know, because they're going to make a comment as they drive by Bill. And then what? After they drive by you, they get on with their fucking lives. What is wrong with you? So I left them on. And that's that story. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's been a slow week when you're on vacation. He doesn't have anything to talk about um, all right let's get to uh, let's get some advertising for this week all right and fuck you to anybody who doesn't like this all right that's why the podcast is free. all right stamps.com everybody. I've been telling you about this for weeks. All right and this has been uh, one of the very successful ad campaigns here on the Monday morning podcast uh, um, Oh let's do it again everybody. You guys could probably do this one word for word with me. Do you like going to the podcast? Do you like going to the post office? No. Do you like standing behind old people sending cookies that are already stale to grandsons who aren't going to eat them? No. Do you like standing behind somebody who's putting together 12 boxes as they slowly inch their little caravan forward as all you want to do is just stand there and try and buy some stamps? Of course you don't. Wouldn't it be wonderful if you could handle all of that stuff in your own home at any hour of the night, clothed or unclothed? Wouldn't that be amazing? Well, thank God for stamps.com. All you need is a computer and a printer, and you can use stamps.com whenever you need it, however you want to do it. All right? You can be watching Goodfellas and printing out stamps all at the same time. Naked while eating a coffee cake. However you want to do it, people, this still is America. The post office may be closed, but stamps.com is always open. All right, here's the endorsement. Take it from me, pointing at my chest with my thumb. You can do everything you can do at the post office with stamps.com. Yeah, you can do everything except uh, go on a shooting spree. You can do that in your house, but you're just going to kill people you love. Um, special offer right now. Stamps.com has a special offer for my listeners, pointing at my chest once again. Use my last name, Burr, B-U-R-R, for a no-risk trial. You get a $110 bonus offer, offer that includes a digital scale and $55 of free post-its. The digital scale is my favorite thing. I send out all my DVDs using that. Every once in a while, I put me in a bear hug, and I tell her I'm going to wear her, and I make her sit on it, and she giggles, and then we have uh, a fun time after that. Um, (laughs) Oh, here's the call to action. Don't wait. Act now. Go to Stamps.com before you do anything else. I don't care if your baby's crying. Click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and you type in Burr. B-U-R-R. That's Stamps.com. Enter Burr. B-U-R-R. $110 bonus offer that includes a digital scale and $55 of free postage. Okay? I don't know what else you guys need from me. You know? Probably a little more funny. I've been hooking you guys up with everything. You know, listen, because of this podcast, you don't have to go to the post office anymore. Because of this podcast, if you play pickup hockey, you don't have to get slammed in the foot with a puck anymore, do you? Why? Because of SkateFender SkateFender, you got to use this. I actually last week for the first time I played in a game, and I got to tell you, I had not played, I had not played uh, hockey on the ice or ice hockey, as some people call it. I had not played uh, hockey in, uh, since January because I was afraid, Murphy's Law, that uh, if I was going to get hurt, it was going to be right before my special. So uh, I was a healthy scratch <laughs> for uh, the last like six weeks, and I finally played, and uh, I didn't even notice that I had them on. And uh, I actually, there was actually a couple of other people I played with going, oh, yeah, I want to get those, and blah, 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 blah. I was psyched. I thought they were going to call me a pussy for wearing them, but they didn't. Um, But anyways, if you go to SkateFender.com and you use the promotional code Bill Burr, all lowercase, you get $5 off of them, and uh, it's a great thing, you know? Do you like your feet? Sure, we all do. Wouldn't it be nice to not take a puck at 80, 85 miles an hour to the side of your foot when you have to go in and make a big presentation the next day? I mean, it's all up to you, people. If you want to have to put on a loafer that you have to have a custom zipper up the side, because you wanted to be some shot blocking douche without any protection, that's up to you. All right? But if you really love your feet and your children, you'll you'll get you'll get some skate fenders. And until then, until you do, I don't want you even talking to me. Um all right, what the hell am I doing here? Let's get back to the podcast here. Uh oh, somebody said, Bill, where do you think Peyton Manning is going to play? Uh I have no idea. My gut would say he's he wants to go back to Tennessee. Just a good old boy. Never meaning no harm. Got a rectangle head and a funny way of talking. Why is his forehead so big? Um, I think he's... <laughs> their forehead, you know, I have a big forehead. They have like a swollen forehead. I think Archie, every time uh, Eli and Peyton made a bad pass or did, made a mental error in the backyard, he came, took off his belt, you know, had the buckle in his hand, let's be fair, and he is right in the front of their fucking forehead. And then they would Dad, I got to put some ice on it. And he goes, you're not putting ice on that till you make that throw 20 more times. Then the sun would go down, and by the time they put ice on it, it didn't matter. That's why their heads are just like that to this day. That's all true, people. I don't know what else to tell you. Oh, my God, is this going to be one of these podcasts? I really, I can't do podcasts when I fucking am on vacation because I don't do anything. You know? I was watching the uh, the Bruins lose to the Penguins yesterday. I watched the Celtics lose to the Lakers. Um, I got to tell you this right now, Danny Ainge. You know, I I don't think I don't I don't like what he's doing. I just don't like what he's doing with the team. I think he got lucky. I think Kevin McHale hooked him up. But as each year goes by, and the Celtics somehow keep getting older, every time I see them, they're older. Every year goes by. Every trade deadline. Somehow, not only do we not get younger, not only do we not stay the same, we get fucking older. I told you. You ever seen so many knee pads, elbow pads, and those stretchy sleeves in your life? I don't know. I think Danny Ainge is white Isaiah. He just got lucky. You know, he got he got that one ring, so now no one's gonna like question him. Kinda like Peyton Manning. You know, he got that one ring and then all of a sudden everybody ignores that, you know, he puts up nine million yards in the in the during the regular season and then loses in the first round of the playoffs every goddamn year. You know what I mean? That's what I'm talking about. Um yeah, I just I don't get it. The Bruins I'm not worried about. Bruins were uh you know I don't know. We've had some injuries and that type of stuff. But what I love about them and the Celtics is they don't quit. And uh, I thought we wouldn't get killed by the Lakers yesterday. Um, I don't know. And I missed actually missed the first two periods of the Bruins game because uh, I had the Santa Rice package and I put it on and I couldn't find the game. And I was like, am I out of my mind? I thought they were playing today and I didn't realize it was the NBC game. So then I went out on my mandate and I got a uh, breakfast burrito and then i got a i got a text message from uh, a Pittsburgh Penguins fan going you watching this game which i know what that means yeah that means are you watching us kick your ass because you know if we were up 4 to 1 i wouldn't have got a text would i billy gardell huh look at me dropping a name um anyways <laughs> i don't know i think the bruins are going to be okay but the celtics yeesh. as long as the lakers don't win as long as the Lakers don't win and then continue to claim, then then they'll say they have 17 championships. As long as they don't have to endure that, uh, I don't know. But it's, it's inevitable. It's inevitable the Lakers are going to win what they consider their 17th, which is really their 16th NBA championship uh, before the Celtics get their 18th just because uh, they're just a better franchise. They're a better franchise, and people want to go play for them. Dwight Howard is, is like, dying to play for him. You know what kills me about that is because he wants to focus on his movie career. You know, who wants to see a fucking seven-foot love interest? You know what I mean? What, are you going to be an action hero? With your fucking head coming out of the sunroof of the car? I mean, you're seven feet fucking tall. Wait for him to do another Conan the Barbarian movie, and you can fly in from Orlando during the off-season and do it then focus on your movie career why don't you focus on having some sort of fucking baseline move if you had one of those you could have already had a ring instead of letting Pau Gasol eat you up fucking guy is made out of he's like a, I don't know what the his, his mom breeded with was that a squirrel I thought that was a fox hang on a second get the fuck out of here hey hey get your fucking lunch somewhere else buddy I don't like squirrels. I know a lot of people like squirrels because they water ski on the news, but I'm not one of those guys, all right? They don't fool me. with their, their, Fuck, they're cute rats. Hey! Get out of there! Go on! squirrel, Beat it, you fucking fuzzy-tailed... Um, I don't like them. Not a big fan of the squirrels. I don't. I don't like. Uh, I don't like things with creepy little fucking hands. I don't like raccoons. I don't like. Uh, I don't like squirrels. I don't like them. I don't like how they sit up and eat, and they sit sit there staring at you like they're sizing you up or something. You know, and you're like, "Wait, hey, you got a fucking problem?" You know? Then they stop chewing and just sort of stare at you. Yeah, you. You are fucking looking at me. I'm sitting here. You are fucking looking at me. You know? And then you make a step, and then they do that. You know, little fucking, I'm going to run, and then they fucking take off. They're bitches. You know, instigators. Squirrels are instigators, and I don't appreciate them. Um, and that's all I have to say about that. Uh, this is just one of these start, stop, start, stop fucking podcasts. Uh, dental hygiene. Hey, Bill, oh, Jesus. I wanted some advice on dental hygiene. I listened to an I listened to an older podcast, uh, an older episode of the podcast, and you were talking about how you were a dental assistant and talking about people's teeth. I brush, I brush every day in the morning and use an electric toothbrush. But is that enough? I noticed that it's harder to brush the backs of my my backs my the backs of my teeth. There you go. Way to proofread. Uh, than the front. Do you have a routine? What are the secrets to having good teeth? I never understood this. All my all my fucking time in a dental office, I never understood why people had such fucking difficulty brushing their goddamn teeth. Do I have any tips? Yeah. Brush them in the morning and brush them at night before you go to bed. Use floss. Electric toothbrush is great because, uh, you know, if you brush too hard, you're going to brush away some some of your gum line, and that could lead to some sort of periodontal disease. Look at me, huh? Doesn't understand flight. I understand this shit. So, uh, and if you don't want to use an electric toothbrush, then I suggest you use one of those soft-bristled ones if your brush really had. But, uh, yeah, you, you fucking go twice a day, and then you... you floss every day and then you fucking get your teeth cleaned every six months. If you do that, you should be fine unless you're just genetically compromised and you just have bad teeth. At which point, you shouldn't get upset. What you should do is rejoice that you live in this era where you can be that weak of a human being and part of this species and still somehow survive and be allowed to continue breeding. Because nature doesn't like people like you. Nature doesn't like people like you who are weak in the teeth Tufus area. All right? Back in the day, all your teeth would have fell out and you wouldn't have been able to eat. And then you would have gradually starved to death. And you know what? No one would have cared because they would have been in their little wigwam under 40 blankets because it was cold outside. And that's why the water was fresh and the air was clean back then. All right? It has nothing to do with the Industrial Revolution. It has to do with the fact that people with weak teeth are allowed to continue living. All right? And until we fucking sit down and just address the fact that weak people should not survive, we are going to get weaker as a species. (laughs) You know? And I'm including myself. I shouldn't be here. The amount of times somebody has tried to explain to me how a fucking airplane gets off the ground, like, what am I contributing i got to be honest with you, people. I've done the whole fucking... I went down the rabbit hole. I read all that conspiracy theory and all that bullshit. And I was like, these motherfucking bankers, these motherfucking Illuminati and all this bullshit. And at the end of the day, now that I've traveled and I've met all these different fucking people, uh, I get it. I understand the Illuminati. I understand why they want to go down to 500,000 people. 500 million people. You, You can't fucking have... Too many people. The world is uh, can't sustain it, and uh, most people are shitheads. So if you have 500 million, you know, that basically means you and all your friends are going to survive, and then you'll have plenty of people to uh, sweep up the driveway. And beyond that, what, what else do you need? You know? I challenge you. Go into a Walmart and find a soul worth saving. I get it. Like, I, I, t- I totally understand The Illuminati, and uh, they're the best of the best. They're running shit, and uh, one day they're going to bring the hammer down, and there's not a fucking thing you can do about it. But you know what? You know what's cool is when they kill you, is you get to go on to the next shit. You know, which is either nothing or something, right? What do you think happens when you die? You know what I think it is? You ever meditate and you get like that tingly feeling and you just start floating like right up out, out your body? You ever do that shit? I think that's what it is. You're just floating around all tingly. You know, levitating above shit. It doesn't even make sense, does it? What, forever? What the fuck are you going to do forever? And then you go to heaven Forever? Really? Name name something you want to do forever. You know, other than obvious shit like be healthy and that type of stuff. I mean, wouldn't it get boring after a while? Wouldn't you then, like, you know, take little trips down to hell like you're going to Tijuana, you know, for the weekend? Go down there, you know, get a couple lap dances from all those whores that God didn't want to save, right, and then go back up to heaven? Wouldn't you have to do something at some point? Can you just imagine? Like, don't you hate when you go to church and everybody's all fucking happy and smiley and saying how blessed they are? And behind him, you go, you, dude, you're jerking off to porn. You see it. You know it. You know, there's that other side. It's the balance, the yin and the fucking yang, you know? It's like, I, it's like, I don't know what. I don't know. I don't know. It's like, it's a man and a woman. Uh, fucking, uh, you know, a cheeseburger and a biscuit, right? <laughs> you know what? I got to tell you something. I, I was eating a lot of salads this week. All right? All right. And I got to give something up to the old vegans there. Um, Just as far as like, you know, some people like, you know, you need to eat meat and that type of shit. And then you got other people going, we were never meant to eat meat. Our teeth are like horses. They're straight across. Um, So we should be eating leafy greens and beans. I got to tell you something, man. I think vegans are right. On some level. Just hear me out. You go out and you go get a big steak dinner with some potatoes and you go down there. You go down there and you go fucking eat like John Wayne. Lee Marvin! You go down there, okay, and the next morning, okay? When you're sitting there fucking grabbing the bottom of the bowl underneath you trying to get that stuff to come out of you. Hey! Right? You fucking go out and get yourself a vegan lunch. If you just did that once a day and then ate like john wayne i think you'd be fine because i'm telling you i don't give a fuck what you eat the rest of the day if you go down and you get one of those fucking uh yoga pant breakfasts all right one of those one of those things that you have you have a yoga mat in the back of your chair you know and when people say things to you the, the way you emotionally react is you open your eyes wider you know Did you know they're having a bake sale down the street and you just go, mmm, with your fucking eyes? (laughs) Um, I'm telling you, the next day, like, uh, there's there's no no problems. You just wake up and uh, that train's coming through. Um, Ah, fuck, I couldn't think of a good song to be singing. Moon River, it's fucking, it's ridiculous. So there's got to be something to it. And I know what you're thinking. Bill, you can still eat a steak, but, you know, you have a salad with instead of a potato. Because when you have a potato with red meat, all this starch is what makes it not digest. Shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying. Dude, I eat, like, the, those vegan at those places. And, like, when I leave, I feel amazing. Like, I'm floating out of there. I'm energized. You know? Yet relaxed. I go down to a steak fucking place. All right? And you still feel good when you walk out of there, but it's more like, Ugh. you know? You're walking out of there holding on to the banisters. You're walking down the stairs. <laughs> I was actually talking to uh, somebody yesterday on my mandate, And, you know, we were sitting there drinking, eating fucking wings and shit. Like, well, I don't even know what the fuck we were watching at that point because um, this stupid shoot took all day long. No, sorry. The shoot that I totally respect um, took all day long. And uh, I was just sitting there. You know, I was talking to him. You know, because I've never had a shot of that Johnny Walker blue. You know, and I walked into a liquor store yesterday. See how much a bottle it was? It was like 200 bucks. It's like, oh, go fuck yourself. Um, But I still want it, right? And we were just sitting there talking about that shit. And I was just like, you know something? I just realized that was really depressing. It's like everything... I really enjoy uh, Kills you You know Steak Whiskey Cigars Um, My fucking truck's killing me You know That goddamn exhaust I gotta warm it up Because of the carburetor Right And I have it in my garage And I gotta I gotta wait till it like Gets all warmed up So I can drive up My fucking stupid driveway Um that's at a fucking ninety degree angle. That was designed for someone to drive a goat cart down. Um, like every yeah, everything I fucking like. So I I need to eat more leafy greens, people. That's what I'm saying. I hey, you know something? If you if you get a good one, it's just like anything else. Because there's bad steak places. You know those steak places where if you if you have to put any sort of like you know steak sauce on a uh, on a steak, like that person doesn't know how to cook it. You know what I mean? That's one of the biggest insults you can do if you go to a steak place and they put the steak in front of you. You have a couple of bites and you go, hey, can I have some A1 sauce? Which I swear to God is like cologne with a little mesquite in it. Like, I don't understand fucking A1 steak sauce. That is the worst sauce. I mean, how could it be good? How could a mass-produced steak sauce be good? That's, like, you start doing that. You have, like, a fucking... That's when you just have some giant... I don't know what vat of the ingredients. You know, you, you got like a, a dump truck comes in to pour all the sugar in. It just, you, you can't fucking do it. You need a little old lady making it, you know, in a little pot and then sticking it in a jar and selling it out of the back of her fucking rusted out Corvair or something, right? What am I talking about? I'm talking about steak sauce, everybody. I'm trying to say how I want to fucking, uh, I want to eat better. That's what I want to do. You know what's great about eating, eating like that too Is then you don't have to go to the gym As much You can do you do push-ups A couple of pull-ups And you're ripped You don't have to fucking go down to the goddamn uh, gym and, and work off whatever oh, Shut up, Bill All right, summer plans Bill, summer is around the corner Do you have any special plans with the lady? Um, I have a couple of plans this year And neither involve my woman one, one of my on, on my bucket list is I want to go to the Galapagos Islands, and uh, I've decided that I'm fucking going. Uh, I don't know when, but uh, I found someone who knows a bunch of shit about animals so I can go there and not have to worry if a Komodo dragon charges me. Uh, I want to do that. Other than that, what are my special plans? Oh, yeah, I actually do have some special plans, but I'm not going to tell you what they are. You know, you fucking weirdo. I'm going to tell you where I'm going um yeah galapagos islands at some point go ahead, go down there and wait for me all right chick advice hey bill i'm 25 and i've been listening to your podcast for a year now and i really enjoy it i want to get your advice on my current situation yeah i could have assumed all of that because um, i'm arrogant and why else would you write in okay after a lot of failed relationships i wanted to try a new approach of meeting women I met a 21-year-old girl through my sister-in-law and figured she was interesting and pretty enough to consider for a serious girlfriend. We started hanging out as friends so I could be sure that I was, in fact, able to be friends with her before I made a move to something more seriously. More serious, sorry. Things have been going well for the last two months, and we get together a couple times a week to hang out and do stuff. Well, last week, I finally decided that I wanted to make my move on her. I was saying goodbye to her after hanging out, and I finally moved in for a kiss, and she backed away. It got really awkward after that, and she kind of said, oh, I have to go. About 10 minutes later, I got a text from her saying, sorry for backing away, but I don't want to ruin our friendship. Ah. Oh, dude, you fucking waited too long. The, I would go go watch that Chris Rock special where he, he does the friend zone. Um, anyways, he says, what the hell do I do now? She has always been very flirty with me the entire time we've been hanging out. Oh, wait, she's been flirty with you? Oh, fuck her. She works at an all-girls camp during the summer, and she always hangs out with me on her days off, so I know there isn't anyone else she is seeing. All right, first of all, scratch that. All right, y- you have no idea. What, what, how does that expression go? You know, only the devil knows the secrets in a woman's heart. Isn't that how it goes? Something like that. Don't ever fucking, you, you have no, I don't give a fuck. Okay, you could have a woman in a goddamn cell. You still have no idea what the fuck they're doing. Um, they're sorcerers. Um, <laughs> anyways, am I to believe she is so naive to think that we were just hanging out as total platonic friends. The only reason I could think why she would do that is because I am agnostic and she is a semi-religious girl. What do you think I should do? You know what you should do? Fucking walk. Robert De Niro and Heat. Just walk away. All right? Just walk away. This is what you do. All right? This girl's being all flirty with you and all that type of shit. She gets your dick hard. You're trying to be a gentleman. You don't try to fucking finger blast her on the first date because you think she's special, all right? So three days after flying kites and going on picnics, you go in for a kiss. She pulls up, ah, I didn't want to ruin the friendship. Give me a fucking break. She knows what the fuck she's doing, all right? She's toying with you. So this is what you do. This is the best thing that you can do. When a woman does something like that that makes you want to go out and eat fucking sheet metal, is you don't sh- you don't give them the emotion that they want, which is she- they want you to be upset. And uh, I don't I don't know I don't know why I know, I don't know fucking why, but she wants you to be upset. So this is what you do, okay? You just say, oh yeah, hey, I did not know what I was doing. That's cool. That's cool. Whatever. All right. And she goes, but I still want to be friends. And be like, yeah, absolutely. We can totally be friends. Alright, so don't try to fucking bang her anymore Don't blow her off so she has no idea what you're doing Just keep hanging out with her, whatever, doing this and that And then what you do, just start fucking working out You get jacked, right? And then on the side you start talking to other broads And then one day you show up with a fucking goddamn hickey on the side of your neck You know, and then you fucking just don't even address it What's that? Ah, you know, I was hanging out with some girl last night So what are you doing today? And you just, you you mind fucker right back you fight fire with fire. That's what you do. Get on with your life, sir. Fuck her. That's it. All right? That's it. That's that's what I feel. <laughs> <laughs> My solution is always the same, okay? Is when whenever a girl does some shit like that, all right, or if a girl breaks up with you or anything like that, and and uh, if a girl still wants to be friends with you after she broke up with you, don't. All right, you get the fuck away from her, hurt locker. Okay, put on your bomb suit and fucking walk away. Don't be the don't be the hero. You fucking walk away, because they just want to keep you in their life as they slowly get over you and just constantly be taking a steak knife and shoving it into your heart. Fuck that. All right, you get away from them. There's there's no point. Being around this girl. So right now, this girl just tried to mind fuck you. So if you do th- automatically just cut off being around her, she's going to win on some level, and she'll actually get some sort of level of satisfaction that you reacted that way, because even though you think you're saying fuck you, what you're really saying is I actually cared about you, and that's going to feed her goddamn ego. So don't do that. So just be like, yeah, I don't know what I was thinking, you know? Uh, yeah, you can't, you, can't, you, can't, you can't blame a guy for trying... That'll annoy her like she's just some piece of meat you took a swing at. (laughs) This is such terrible fucking advice. But you know what? I believe in it. This is how I've lived my life. If you want to end up like me, 43, not married, no kids, that's how you do it. Um, You know, I was actually thinking of maybe adopting one of those Ugandan kids. It's the perfect fucking thing. You can do something beyond that douchebag who made the movie, is you can actually help one of those kids. The kid's already 12 years old, all right? And then you only have to be a parent for six fucking years, and then he graduates high school. All right, man, have at it. Good luck to you. See you at Christmas. Don't do any drugs. Um, You know? And then I can catch right up to all these other parents. I have a 13-year-old. Oh, I have a 12-year-old. Yes, I do. Got three of them. I got three of them. I don't even need a pit bull anymore. These motherfuckers can load and unload a gun with their eyes closed. (laughs) That's fucking mean. Uh, But it is what it is. Uh, Why the fuck did I go from that that goddamn broad? Yeah, so forget that. Forget that girl, all right? Um, I don't know. Yeah, just whatever. She wants to hang out. Yeah, hey, let's hang out. And don't be weird around her. Don't be whipped, Hey, sorry about that. I don't know. I was an idiot or whatever. Uh, that's what you do. That's what you do. All right? And then what you do is start talking about some other girl. Wait a couple of weeks and just say, hey, you know, I kind of met this girl. I kind of like her and blah, 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 blah. You know? This is, this is a fucking – this is the old hook and lateral play. I don't know if this will work. This is definitely a Hail Mary. But maybe if you fucking start saying, hey, you know, I met this girl. Hey, you know, I kind of fucking like her. You show up with the hickey on your neck. I, I don't know what happens. The spinal cord muscles, the spinal cord muscles, the muscles around their spinal cord get fucking, uh, they get weak, you know, and all of a sudden they just fall face first into your lap. Sometimes that happens, you know, but you're not going to know unless you try it. All right? Don't be Chris Weber and be looking to pass the fucking ball here. You want to take the shot. You understand me? So that's what you do. <laughs> Sometimes I say this shit, and I I, don't know, I step outside of myself, and I just realize what a fucking moron I sound like. But I don't know. For some reason, you guys listen to this shit. So whatever. Good luck to you. I just tapped out of that one. What is it, 47 minutes in? 47 goddamn. What is it, 2 in the afternoon? There's daylight savings? Like we're a bunch of goddamn farmers, and we have to get up early to for the crops? Is that what it's all about? Um, oh, last week, by the way, I went out, and I did some investigative reporting on the... Uh, not reporting. Investigative uh, cell phone pics of the... Uh, the Colonel Sanders sign. And this is what I found. Uh, the one in Koreatown, Colonel Sanders definitely looked a little more Asian than he does the usual plantation owner. Oh, Belvedere, come here, boy. Right? And um, so I was convinced. I was like, God damn, I, you know, Nia was right. But somebody else wrote in and said, Bill, I've always thought that the, that the Colonel Sander looked Asian. I think the older logo for KFC has a more ethnic looking. I what, what is I don't understand. What is ethnic? Does that just mean non-white? Am I not ethnic? I don't fucking understand that. Oh, I guess because I'm mixed. Is that what it is? I'm just a mutt. Uh, but so are African-Americans, right? They're all mixed in. Right. That's an entire continent of people all mixed together, the same way all us European whiteies are. None of it makes sense. Anyways, I think the older logo for KFC has a more ethnic looking kernel, and the newer ones don't. So maybe the one you and Nia see sometimes just happens to be an older sign. Here's the older one. And he shows the one, the one that's hanging in Koreatown. And he goes, "Here's the newer one, and that's the one I see everywhere else." But don't you think it's kind of weird though that they leave the uh, the one that kind of looked Asian to evidently me and a lot of other people that they leave it in Koreatown? I don't think it's bad. You know, I don't know. You know what? I'm gonna put the uh, I'm gonna put both pictures up this week on the uh, on the podcast page, and I'll let you guys decide. How about that? There's there's your interactive uh, web moment of the week. You know, if you actually go to my podcast, by the way, let's all go to BillBurr.com right now, okay? Get off the treadmill, parachute out of your flight, and let's go to Amazon.com. And if you uh, go there, like me, evidently the fucking... why I want this load. All right, I got Amazon.com. Uh, I got a window right underneath the iTunes, a banner. The black one, that's the USA one. And then I just added two more, one for Canada and one for UK. Um... And basically, if you'd like to donate money to the podcast and the Wounded Warriors Project, this is the, I think this is the best thing we're doing here, is anytime you're going to buy something on Amazon.com, I'm not saying you got to buy anything. There's, if you're going to buy something, off of Amazon.com. Just go to BillBird.com first. Click on the podcast page. And if you're in the United States, that first one right next to the left of the Stamps.com banner, uh, the black one, you just click on that. And go on, go buy something, and they'll give me a little kickback, and then I take 10% of the kickback, and I give it to the Wounded Warriors Project. Um, and uh, for Canada and England, I don't know what charities yet. Why don't you let me know? Tell me something over there that you want me to give it to. Give me some suggestions. If it sounds like something that is legit, I'll kick some, uh, I'll kick some pounds and uh, some maple leaves over to whatever the fuck you're doing. How's that? Does that work? Well that's great Is that the podcast for this week? Am I all, am I all out of uh, I'm all out of material Oh my god So I gotta wing the rest of this shit What else did I do? You wanna know what I've been doing? You probably wanna know Hey Bill What does a guy who fucks off for a living do When he's on vacation? Um, you know what I've been doing? I've actually been working on 30 second note fills On the On the drums It's just something I've never been able to do Unless they're just lame, right, left, right, left, digga 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 bang, you know. But that shit where you start fucking breaking it up between the hands and the feet, and then there's sort of odd groupings, like groupings of five, you know what I mean? So when it when it when it starts to repeat, it just gets like all. It almost sounds like you're playing a different time signature, and you somehow come out on the one. I've been actually working on that and uh i know this is unbelievably excruciatingly boring to everybody else on the podcast but that's what i've been working on i've been working on two ones that i got off of uh fucking youtube this week and uh i've just decided that like when i work on shit like in my stand up act where i just go i'm just going to work on this and bomb with this until i come out the other fucking side i've decided that i'm going to do that with these two different fills um because I'm sick of not knowing how to do it. I'm sick of hearing it in my head and then not be sitting down at a drum kit and not being able to fucking do it. And uh, I don't know why this is important to me. I don't play in a band. Um, you know, TRL doesn't exist anymore, so I don't know where I feel like I'm going to go with this. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's what the fuck I'm doing. I just do that. I've, I've drank, like, every day. Not a lot. I just have, like, one. I sit down. I'm becoming that guy. I sit down, and I pour myself a glass of scotch at the end of the fucking night. That's what I do. And I sit down, and uh, you know what's funny is, like, that's like the original NyQuil, though, is if you have a scotch in the middle of the day like I did yesterday, we were watching the Bruins, right, and they were losing and shit. And I asked somebody, he's like, you want a beer? He's like, "Nah, you know, not really. And I was—he goes, "Why are you gonna drink?" I was like, "Yeah," and he was like, "All right, you know, one of those deals takes you that much to fucking convince somebody to drink." And we both had one. And the only reason why I didn't just nod off and do an old man nap immediately afterwards is because he was sitting there, and we would laughing about it later. I was going, "Dude, I was like fucking half a second away from just f- sleeping for three straight hours." And my buddy actually told me because he was sitting on the other side of the room and didn't see—he actually nodded off. For a couple of fucking minutes. That's something, you know, that's the dumbest thing that I do is, you know, I fight that old man afternoon nap. I fight it. I don't know why I do. There was a period in my early 30s when I was still living with Bloody! Robert Kelly. Um, I got into the zone with the old man naps when we were living together. And he would be talking to me, and we'd be right in the middle of a conversation, and I'd just look at him, and I would stand up, and I'd walk into my bedroom and just go to sleep, and he would just start fucking laughing. And then within five seconds, he was asleep. (laughs) Like fucking two old dogs just passed the fuck out, like we left the gas on in the stove. And then you just wake up like 45 minutes later. And I remember one time Bobby going uh, like, dude, you call those naps like fucking, I don't know, any, like like clockwork. And you felt like a million bucks. And for some reason, I've ne- I haven't been able to do that since. I always fight them and then when I try and lay down and do it, I got too much shit going on in my head now. It's like that meditating shit. I used to be able to do it. I used to be able to do it, and I could feel and I'd float right out of the room, and it was fucking awesome. And now what happens is right as I'm going to that zone, this voice in my head was like, okay, here it comes. It's going to happen. Yeah? And then it all goes away. And then it becomes frustrating. And then I'm meditating, and I'm angry. Oh, fuck. You know what that reminds me of? I have, I have, uh, I don't know. Have Have the cock blocks all been defined? Like the different kind of cock blocks? I don't know if there's, there's names for them, but I got a new, I got a new cock block for you. Uh, this, this cock block is very special and a very obvious one. And I think, like, this happens all the time, but for some reason I've never heard anybody name it. So I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick off the creative process. I call this guy the announcer. That's the, uh, that's, that's the name of this cock block. This is what happened to me. I, was, I did a gig in Jersey. And at the end of the night, these two girls who waited to be at the back of the line came up and they said, hey, you want to go out and get banana pancakes? You know, making a reference to my joke saying if I wanted to go out and hang out with both of them. Right? And the second they said it, I was like, holy shit. Here's a fucking... Here's something I never had. Here's a two-on-one and I can't fucking do it because I'm with Nia. Who's kidding? Not because I'm with Nia. It's because everybody's got a cell phone fucking camera and I get caught. <laughs> to stay. um no i couldn't deal with the guilt um but i gotta will be honest with you and i would say this if nia was here if two fucking tens came up to me and said let's do this i i you know yeah fuck it let's do it i never did it you know fuck it so anyways so they said hey you want to get uh you want to go out and get bananas and pancakes or something like that and then this fucking guy like 10 feet away way, just goes like oh let's get You know those guys? Like if a girl just comes up to you just like, you know, you know, I've always loved guys in green shirts. And you're thinking, right as you're thinking like, holy fuck, this is going to happen. There's some other guy like five,
1: hey now, look out!
0: And just makes the the whole fucking room look over at you, the fucking announcer. Fucking cock block motherfucker. You know, who would do that? If I was standing there and I heard two girls say it to a guy, I'd be like, God damn, it's going down, right? Inside of my mouth, that lucky motherfucker. I wouldn't be, oh! She wants to put it in her mouth while the other one watches! I mean, why would you do that? The fucking announcer. And if you have a friend like that, all right, the only way you can still hang out with him is if if he goes out, if you guys are going out trying to meet women... He has to wear one of those old ABC bright yellow Monday night football sport coats. And if the girl's, why is he wearing that? You'll see. You'll see. And that'll be the, that would be the funniest fucking thing ever. Like if somehow if he couldn't figure out the joke and he just thought the coat looked good and just the whole night you just saw him anytime (laughs) you heard in the, you know, 10 feet away in the bar, hey now,
1: what's this all about?
0: And you just look over and you see this guy dressed like Howard Cosell. And You'd be like, Oh, that's the announcer. He's the he's the <laughs> He's the guy he can cock block from like he's almost like a sniper. If he wasn't so fucking loud. He's at the same distance as a fucking marksman, but uh he kills it with uh with loudness. Oh my god, did that guy fucking annoy me? Hey Nia, come here. Come here. She just came in shaking her head. You are beyond loud. What? I am beyond – come on over here. I was just telling that story where that guy cock-blocked me with those two chicks out in uh, Jersey when they were just going. What with, you mean
1: cock-blocked
0: you? I told you this story.
1: No, but you're making it seem like you were going to do something. And then
0: you no, got cock-blocked. no, I wasn't going to do something. This is the thing. But I just admitted – Just the
1: general cock-blocking.
0: Yeah, but this is what I did admit. If they were both tens, I would have I – Oh, really? I would have yeah. done it. I never had a fucking two-on-one. And you know something? Would you be that mad if they were both smoking hot and the cell phone video got out? <laughs> the video doesn't even need to get out when you got the announcer there. The guy, he just literally goes like, yeah, we'd like to get bananas and pancakes you. And he, he said something like, Oh, what's going on over there? <laughs> Nothing. You're a jerk. Why am I a jerk, silk pajamas? <laughs> huh? You are.
1: Talking about cock blocking and two on ones. What kind of podcast is this turning into?
0: You know what? It's turning into a very honest podcast. I was very honest. Oh, I, I said this. Good is the, for this, you. This is the thing. I said I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't deal with the guilt uh-huh. unless if they if, unless <laughs> they were both oh, tens. Yes. If they're both fucking tens, give me a break. Let me tell you something. Here. If you hooked up with Brad Pitt, there's only so mad I could get. Oh really? It's fucking Brad Pitt. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Okay. Well, you know what? That would that if I just if I just said some generic what, yeah, but what good-looking if guy. Gonna, if I just said some generic good-looking, good-looking guy, and you and you just said that, that would have scared me. But the way you just acted like you had Brad Pitt's phone number, that doesn't scare me. Oh, really? Okay, it's if, going down.
1: What if it's the like the regular guy version of Brad Pitt? Is that okay? Like he's just as
0: good. If you want to go Brad live out on the street and get the fuck out of this house, absolutely.
1: But you're allowed to have some sort of crazy two-on-one.
0: Yes. That's bullshit. No, it isn't. It is. If you just, you know, what? Because you're, you're thinking on it on like, like a, a very basic level. But if you really, I mean. but if you really think about it, just think about it. It makes sense
1: bill you're not gonna try to mind fuck me into thinking that it's okay for you to have some sort of two-on-one and i can't that's not no it's not going down like that
0: yeah but women are beautiful we we lust after you it totally makes sense you guys find like dicks are weird they're gross it's all hanging out there it's disgusting you don't want that
1: you know nothing about you you don't want that which has been proven time and time (laughs) and again in your stand-up and in your podcast but that's a that's another discussion
0: you know what? You you just set yourself up like you were going to make some huge point, and then you just tapped out. You know nothing about women, but that's just another discussion. And I just don't want to even get into that. So now what, you just give me the face? What are you doing today, lazy? <laughs> huh? What do you N- mean lazy? Nene N- Kubrick?
1: Yeah. I just uh, filmed my short film over the weekend. Screw you. I'm working hard. While you're in here in your pajamas talking about
0: two-on-ones. Yeah, well, I have to do an hour's worth of shit here. I'm coming up on it. What yeah, do we Yeah, fill it up with whatever and you let me can. There we go. An hour and two minutes. Oh, Okay. An hour and two have minutes.
1: You, have you done your uh, your viewer emails yet? Yeah, I did. Viewer. Listener emails.
0: You oh, did that already? Oh, because okay. you want to chime in. I don't know. What I already you, what did you it. Got, what do you got? I though? already did it.
1: What about overrated, underrated?
0: Didn't do it. They didn't have any this week. Oh, okay. Look at you. I think you're a fan of this podcast.
1: No, I'm not. <laughs>
0: Listen, what? it didn't go down. Mm-hmm. All right? But I'm, t- I'm telling you right now, Nia, if two tens come up to me, it's going down.
1: Okay. All right? Well, just be prepared for the
0: retaliation. <sighs> Game, set, match. Really? <laughs> You're going to deny me that? Can I just buy you some stuff?
1: Wow, really?
0: Yes, really.
1: I'm not some sort of fucking basketball wife that can be placated with material things uh, to a point.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) If I'm going to be fucking honest here, come on, there's got to be something that I can buy. You know something? This should be our Valentine's Day. All right, for the guy guy Valentine's Day. This is what Valentine's Day should be every year is the guy gets a two-on-one and then you get some nice stuff.
1: Well, why can't I have a two-on-one?
0: Cause you don't like that. What do you mean? What do you know? Women don't like sex. <laughs> <laughs> you don't find like when you guys fantasize, you think about the guys in your life. You don't think about other things. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. Um come on, Nia, just one. Just give me one.
1: You get one and I get one.
0: No, That's you don't. You don't. Because yeah. well, you don't want one. What do you mean? I don't want You're one. You're just being childish. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. You, you th- see, you think, you think you want to hook up with, with Jake Gyllenhaal and uh, uh, Brad Face, whatever the <laughs> fuck his name is, Brad Pitt, Brad, Brad <laughs> Face Pitt. You, you just think you do. See, you know what I think about me is? Is like, you have to hook up with somebody famous. I'm actually just regular people. See, I'm down to earth with this shit. See, that's what I'm saying. You like stuff. You like shiny, shiny things. No. Uh, this is the deal I get a two on one And you, you get some, some Cracked up face Old man In Vegas Like Robert Redford Like I used to be good looking When Nixon was in office No No That's not how negotiating works Now you gotta come With something else here
1: No I think we should both Get an equal Opportunity Thing going on
0: Yeah but this isn't An equal relationship
1: Why, why is it not An equal relationship Because if I
0: wanted to I could pin you down To the ground right now And tickle you Until you passed out And there's not a fucking thing You can do about it
1: what, that, that has nothing to do with anything.
0: That's how the world works, Nia. Why do you think America's on top? Because we're right, because or because we can? Right or because because we can blow you up more times.
1: So it's your your physical presence that's what makes it like an unequal relationship.
0: Yeah, because well, I can beat you down.
1: Well, maybe you're physically stronger, but I'm mentally stronger than you. Oh snap! And I'm smarter than you. Yeah, so. Whatever
0: physical power. Let me ask you this: What ex- you
1: have are trumped by my mental fucking
0: Goliathness. So suck on that, Red. <laughs> Why do you think you're smarter than? You? Oh, that was good though. That was, you got a good one in, and now you're storming off. I taught you well. All right, that's the podcast for this week, everybody. I uh, hope you had a good time listening to it. Um, go fuck yourselves. Don't take any shit over there. And um, oh, wait. I forgot to announce my uh, my dates for the week. Um, ah, fuck, where the hell is it? Go to billbird.com. Hyping it once again. You click on shows. Um, I am going to be, here's some new ones. Last week, I told you that I was going to be at the DuPont Theater with the police, the DuPont Theater in Wilmington, Delaware. Uh huh. I'm going to say this in a black scent. I'm going to be at the, uh, the Music Hall in Troy, New York on March 31st. That first date was March 30th. Um, the uh, Terrytown Music Hall, April 1st, one of my favorite gigs. I've only done it once. I think I actually did that gig, but that, I only headlined it one time. Um, I have Concord College in New Hampshire. Oh, my God, he's not in Old Orchard Beach. Um, come on down to Concord College. I guess you can get tickets because they're telling me to hype it. So that's uh, April 27th. Um, And then we're all the way into June, everybody. June 15th, 16th, and 17th. I'm at the San Jose Improv. The Improv in San Jose, California. 15th, 16th, 17th. Jump on that fucking trolley. Take your life in your hands. Come on down to the club. Um, June 29th, 30th, and July 1st. I will be at the Improv in Ontario. I'm in Ontario, California. You fucking guys better show up. And I know what you're thinking right now. Yo, what you got against Ontario, fucker? It's the traffic. It has nothing to do with Ontario. It looks like every other part of California. It's a bunch of fucking strip malls and stucco houses. I haven't been out there in a long goddamn time. Oh, you motherfucker. Ontario. That is a deal breaker right there. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go out there Thursday afternoon. I'll do the gig. And then I'll fucking stay over Friday. No, I won't. I'm going back and sleep in my own goddamn bed. I'll fight the traffic fucking three nights in a row. Oh, what a cunt of a gig. Um, then, things are looking up. I'm at the Improv in West Palm Beach, Florida. Come on, you dirty racist white people in Florida. Come on out to the West Palm Beach, Florida Improv. July 13th, 14th, and 15th. And if that isn't racist enough, next I'm going to Orlando, Florida. This is my racist tour. Um, I'll be there on September 7th, 8th, and 9th. Uh, with any luck, the Jacksonville Jaguars got a game. And I could drive up to go see that. Um, and then September 21st, 22nd, and 23rd, I'm at the Improv in Brea, California. And there you go, everybody. Those are the dates so far. As you've noticed, those are all club dates after the, the three first ones. But those are all club dates. Why, you ask? Because uh, I'm writing my new hour. All right? It never ends. I just keep going. So uh I think I'm going to learn how to shoot a gun this week. I'll talk to you about it next week. All right? That's it. That's the podcast. Go fuck yourselves. Did I say, did I say all the advertising? Oh, I forgot Gamefly. Gamefly.com, everybody. How could I forget that? This has been a monster for us. Everybody enjoying Gamefly. Are you a gamer? Sure. We all are. Wouldn't it be nice to go... Uh, wouldn't it be nice to have, like, video games delivered straight to your PC or right to your door, have over 8,000 games to choose from? Well, if you go to uh, Monday Morning Podcast listeners, get a 15-day free tri- free free, f- 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 free trial. Go to uh, Gamefly.com slash Burr um, to activate this special offer. So there you go. I'm protecting your feet. I'm filling up your brain, and you don't have to go to the post office. I don't know what else you, what else do you want from me. Huh? Well, you tell me. If there's anything else you'd like to get a discount on, because i kind of been doing that with these people. You know, I just go, hey, what do you sell? What do you sell over there? Huh? You're selling uh, cadaver parts? Tell you what, if I can get anybody to buy a finger, you just kick me two bucks per digit. All right? And uh, if nobody buys anything, you don't owe me shit. So there you go. So if there's something out there you want a fucking discount on, and I can make some money off of it, you let me know. You let me know. All right? Ah, I'm sick of saying goodbye. Go Go fuck yourself. Toyota, you know, we all agree that reducing emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, yet they make up less than 10% of all new vehicles today. That's because right now they cost more. They're too expensive, just like all new technology. Consumers worry about range and whether or not they'll be able to find a charging station. Plus the raw materials used to manufacture the batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision of a carbon neutral future. The materials used to make just one long range battery for an EV electric vehicle could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, hey, let's go places.